I sat at the desk in front of the camera screens because I felt like I really needed some respite after the ordeal from before. I was so tired and scared. On the one hand, I felt really vulnerable without a weapon, but on the other hand, I was glad I didn't have anything that I could have potentially used to end myself. I tried not to think that suicide could prevent a far worse fate. I glanced at the camera feed. It seemed to be covering some sort of rundown hospital. No one was on any of the cameras except for one. The patient lady from before was peeking around the corner of one of the cameras, as if she was waiting for someone to give them a jump scare. I looked down at the note in front of me. It said, Still alive? Good. You're going to need to follow an even stricter set of rules in order to get past this area, especially making sure you do things according to specific times. First off, no matter when you enter the room, the alarm clock on the desk is going to say 3.19am. I glance at the small clock in front of me. 3.19am, and it just turned into 3.20. I continued reading. You need to follow these rules according to the times and do not be late nor early anywhere. This is the most important part. First off, take a look at all the cameras and see if the staring man is anywhere on them. If he is, you'll see him staring directly at the camera. Turn off the camera and then turn it back on again. The man should be gone. If he's not, repeat until he is. Take some time to rest and prepare. At exactly 3.35 a.m., go out and conduct a patrol around the building as if you were on regular guard duty. You need to check every room on floors 1 and 2 and you need to be back in the security room by 4 a.m. While you're patrolling, you may see a doctor in one of the rooms. He usually just appears out of nowhere. The room is empty the one moment, and then you turn around and he's there, performing surgery on a mangled corpse. If you see him, back away slowly, and try to exit the room without being noticed. If he calls after you, don't ignore him. He'll ask you to assist him by giving him surgical tools from the tray, so just do what he asks. Try not to give him the wrong tools, otherwise you might be the one he's going to dissect on the table next. You probably saw the woman peeking behind the corner on the camera by now. Don't worry, she'll be gone during your patrol. Once you're done with your patrol, get back to the camera room. You may sometimes see another guard sitting by the desk when you return. You can talk to him normally like you would to a friend or coworker. Do not try to talk to him about your current predicament. At 4.15, he'll say he needs to conduct a patrol, and as soon as he leaves the room, lock the door behind him. From 4.15 to 4.30, you may hear knocking on the door and rattling of the knob, but you'll see no one on the camera covering the outside of the security room. Ignore the knocking and rattling, no matter how incessant it becomes. Even if you hear desperate cries for help in the voices of women or children, or the guard from before. Don't open the door. They can't get inside if you don't let them in, so you should be safe. 4.30 to 4.40. You have a break, so take a moment to recuperate. Do not take a nap. From 4.40 a.m., you should focus on the cameras. You will start to feel really sleepy. No matter what you do, you must not fall asleep. As you get sleepier, you will also start to notice movement in your peripheral vision or start to feel like someone is in the room with you, standing right over your shoulder and breathing. Just focus on the cameras, no matter how vivid the presence becomes. At 5 a.m., if you hear a raspy breathing coming from the ceiling, do not 
look up. Close your eyes and count to ten. You'll feel cold fingers touching you, and the raspy breathing will be in your ear. But whatever you do, keep your eyes closed until it all stops completely. Continue focusing on the cameras until 529, but do not leave the security room under any circumstances. At exactly 529 AM, get ready to move quickly. As soon as the clock ticks 5.30 a.m., and not a second sooner, unlock it and open the door and run for it. Just run straight into the elevator at the end of the hallway and ignore the growling behind you. Do not look behind, because you need every second here. The elevator door will be open, and it will automatically close and take you out of there once you're in. I'll be waiting on the other side. Good luck, brother. Guard who came before you. I placed down the note and exhaled sharply. It was 3.24 a.m. I glanced at the cameras. The staring man was on one of the cameras. I restarted it and, sure enough, in less than a second while the camera was off, he just disappeared. At 3.25 a.m., I went outside, conducting my patrol carefully, but still doing my best to hurry up. I glanced at my watch every minute or so. As I finished the last room and was about to exit, I heard someone humming behind me. I turned around and saw a surgeon in blood-stained clothes dissecting a corpse on the table which was not previously there. I froze, but the doc was transfixed on the surgery, humming more violently as he sawed through one of the corpse's arms. Seeing this broke me out of my trance and I slowly backed away, reaching for the door. As I turned around to face the exit, I stopped dead in my tracks. Ah, ah, the doc exclaimed and I turned around, heart ready to explode. Almost forgot to take care of this. The doc grabbed a scalpel and continued cutting the corpse, paying no attention to me. I silently exhaled in relief and left the place slowly. As soon as I was at a safe distance, I sprinted back to the security room. The room was empty, no guard in there like the note mentioned. I locked the door and continued following the agonizing rules on the list until 5.29 a.m., ignoring anything else in the room until then. As soon as the clock ticked 5.30, I heard a growl behind me. I opened the door and ran faster than I ever knew was possible. While the growl behind me turned into something that sounded like demonic barking, it kept getting closer and closer. I ran into the elevator, practically ramming the backside with my shoulder. I turned around just in time to see a pair of red eyes staring at me from the hallway before the elevator door closed. The elevator started going up and stopped shortly after. When it opened, I found myself in an empty white room with an electronic door on the other side. The only two things that contrasted the white walls and floor were a monitor mounted on one of the walls and the silhouette of a person in a dark uniform. He had the sign which said, Security, on the back. I finally found you. I smiled and stepped out of the elevator. The guard looked at me with a confused expression, so I tried to explain who I was and thanked him for leaving the instructions behind for me. He shook his head. What are you talking about? You said in your note that you'd be waiting on the other side. What note? Look, bro, I'm just trying to find my way out of here. Been trying to find a way to open this door for ages. He looked even more confused by this point. Look, man, I've been following these notes you left because you said you'd be here, so just cut the bullshit. I took out the note and presented it to him. He inspected it with a serious look on his face and then looked at me and said, Afraid you got the wrong guy, bro. This isn't my handwriting. 
Well, if it wasn't you, who was it then? Just then, the monitor on the wall turned on, and a message flashed across the screen.